listener. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulikert Woolen Clan of the Boon Wurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, Hello there. Hello. Happy holidays. It is the most magical time of the year between Christmas and New Year. Mm. There is no time better. I would like to live in this state forever when you don't know what day it is. It's the most relaxing time. It is. So, yes, this is Wednesday. This is coming out. But it doesn't matter. You can record this any any time. Listen any time. I can't even speak. You can oh listen any time. We hope you are enjoying your, if you if you are having time off, we hope you're enjoying your holiday bliss. And if you are still working through this period, I hope it's a little bit more quiet than normal mm. and mm-hmm. you can chill like my voice. And maybe you'll have a special break when everyone else is working. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Now, over the break, we are sharing, as you know, as you may have listened last week, some conversations that you might not have heard before that we have featured in and we've really enjoyed the interviews. <laughs> and so today we are actually taking you and us, unless you already live in the UK, in that case, we're, we're at home we're for you. <laughs> we are transporting ourselves back to the UK. In the UK, we were very lucky we got to record an episode with the queens that mm. are Melissa Tatum and Sophie Habu. They're awesome. They are so funny. So and funny. They're just hilarious. And this episode is from their podcast, Wednesdays. Yeah. And in the episode, we chat a lot about our experiences in the modeling industry, our friendship, body image, separating our self-worth from how our bodies look. Um, and then also I touch on uh, how my body changed during pregnancy and how I went through that. But honestly, it was really just a really good time. I think having obviously our friendship and their friendship in the one room, it just was this really open, honest, lovely, lighthearted, but also deep chat is the best way I can try and put it. And I hope you guys enjoy listening to it as much as we enjoyed having it. Hey guys, we're back and we are very, very, very excited. <laughs> we have some special guests. We have some special guests, and okay, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna have to do disclaimer. <laughs> you were the first person I ever followed on Instagram. Me too. Yeah, really? like one of the first <laughs> oh like influencers. Or really? Like, mo- you were a model at this point. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Still How up. long ago? Oh, yeah, we I were felt, so young. Like the day I got Instagram. Oh, Wow. Thanks. And then I yeah. said it to the team and everyone was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> so we were very excited to have you both on. And we're both very, we like to think of ourselves as wellness gurus. Done, like, maybe a bit extreme. Yeah, you're, she's like carries around like a pill. You know, it's like you're popping pills. <laughs> and a bit as well. My vitamin Dre. And I'm also like, I'm just anal about anything being processed. Everything's organic. All that vibe, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm like dipping in that. But anyway, like we're very, I'm so interested. You've obviously got your incredible company, you've got your podcast, Kick. We want to hear all about it, mm. but also just... We need to introduce you are- as well. Like they're listening like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I was, I'm a bit rusty. I've been out of the game for a month. 
Go on, Melissa. <laughs> we have Steph Claire Smith and Laura Henshaw. <laughs> What's the name of your guys' podcast? Kick Pod. Kick Pod. Kick Pod. Which we've just been chatting off, Mike. You have to come to Australia. Yeah. Everyone yeah. loves you. Yeah. Wait, what? Yes. Oh, I thought you were just saying come to Australia because it's great. No, because no, we, no, are, both, both. we yeah. are. Yeah. Should we told our team particularly that we were coming on your podcast? Everyone was very excited for us. I want to That is crazy. Yeah. I do feel like we share a lot. I feel like Australians and Brits though share a lot of like humour and like we're quite similar. I agree. Uh, even considering we're so far away from each other, but we I share agree. a lot of like the same humour and banter. Do you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I always get each like other. <laughs> we felt very welcomed here. Oh, it's been so good. Yeah. Everyone knew, you know what blows my mind about the, the UK? When you get on the tube in the morning and it's commute time, it's dead, dead silent. Dead silent. Yeah, it's no actually, one speaks. Yeah, it's so at true. All. And then you have one people that are having like a chat, and everyone's like looking at them because it's like because everyone you knew the, the whole conversation. That was you. Yeah. That it's was you on the on the pack tra- uh, tube the other night. Remember, it was we were like peak hour. What was I doing? You were talking to that guy. <laughs> I shouldn't be shocked, but I'm so shocked. It's very <laughs> nice to know that people have conversations. Yeah. yeah. So it often crosses my mind that it's so strange that we all act like we don't. We're not the same species. I know it's bizarre. <laughs> it's like everyone's like, and then someone says something, and everyone looks at you like, "What are you doing?" Like if I catch mm-hmm. eye contact, I don't even sometimes crack a smile. I'm like, "No, no, me too." You just look down at the floor always. And if you do crack a smile, sometimes you're they look weirdo. at you a bit fr- like you're a weirdo. Yeah, it's true. So I'm glad you broke broke the seal. Maybe I'll. <laughs> when we're nattering around the jeep, I do feel like you were looking at us. I'm like, yeah, maybe we should like- lower the tone. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, that's a weird um, vibe. But what have you guys been doing in England? Well, we've come over. We've got community here, um, both who use the app and then just have been following our journeys for quite a long time, but we haven't ever been able to come and activate with them and do any any meetups or workouts. So our main priority was coming to see them and just to talk to them, get as much feedback as we can. Um, We would love to, you know, reach more people over here. So just trying to meet as many people as possible, um, understand any synergies in the markets or differences, but also just, yeah, get the Get the brand and, and check the story if they're out. real, because it's yeah. like we know people are like oh we we know we know you in the UK we, or we do kick in the UK and I'm like but do you like are you actually real? <laughs> so tell us a little bit about kick. How did your like wellness or fitness journey start essentially? Like how did you mm. get into all that stuff? Well, I mean we we started in a really good place I think with with wellness, but yeah. we wouldn't have used that word to describe it. You know, growing up we just Fine. never felt the pressure of diets. Um, mm you know, both our mums never spoke about diets or even insecurities in front of us. So I think we were really lucky to have that Good really relationship. beautiful relationship yeah. through out our high school at least. But it was kind of coming out of that, jumping on social media, starting the modelling industry as well, mm. added to it that we started to feel the pressure um, yeah. and to look a different way. And that's when it switched for both of us, when we started to look at exercises pretty much the only reason we do it is to look a certain way. So what can we, what type of sure. exercise should we do to look this way or to lose weight or to get smaller? And then food was pretty much the same, like completely look at food differently, whether it was looking at it like numbers or um, just restricting certain food groups that we were told were really bad for you and were demonised. So would this be like your model agencies or whatever or like you'd see a video and it would be like t- cut out carbs or something? Yeah, society. I mean, it's everywhere. everywhere. Mm. Especially with social media, especially like the fitness and wellness space on social media and, and back then when we were kind of both at our worst, um, 2014, it was just like – Fitness stuff was like boiled chicken, broiled broccoli, count your calories, um, very kind of restrictive. And then the wellness side of things was like, um, you know, you have to go to a superfood store. You can't buy anything from the supermarket. You might spend like 200, you know, dollars on or 
you know, pounds. What's a superfood store? <laughs> like a whole like foods, a whole like foods, you, can't you know, quite, like you right. can't everything has to be organic. organic. Nothing can be from a packet. Um, you know, you might make a, a beetroot brownie because you've been told it tastes amazing and it's really good for you, but then it tastes like beetroot. Or a sweet potato. <laughs> My God, I'd rather just not eat it. Not yeah, chocolate. Exactly. And it was also that. like the the kind of, Kate Moss era of like mm. I remember this quote and yeah. so it was my oh backdrop my but it's so sad like trigger warning it was like nothing feels as good as skinny yeah. feels nothing or nothing tastes, tastes better than yeah. skinny like it's it was oh so God, I've never we like oh swear on here yeah yeah, oh, yeah it was <laughs> fucked it was it was just it was <laughs> it was so bad and yeah. I remember I was um I was in Milan at the time mm. modeling over there and I'm a super disciplined person like type A personality like which for me like didn't go that well together with controlling my food mm-hmm. and exercise because mm. I was like okay I can control because the modeling industry you can't control if you're booked yeah but you can yeah, control your body well kind of in some yeah. ways and I remember I had this goal weight mm. and I was like I was I got to Milan I got to my like model apartment I filled my I went and bought all this juice stuff for a juice cleanse and like did it for like a week myself. And I walked for two kilometers with this trolley of vegetables mm. because I didn't you're know what else starving. to do because I got there and they were like, well, you're not small enough. They said, yeah. you must be. <gasps> I remember they measured me and they said, you must be um, a bit like inflamed from the plane. And oh, I was like, I knew, I'm like, this is the skinniest I have ever yeah. been in my life. So I was like, oh yeah, must be the plane. And then I went, I was like, what can I do? Oh anyway, God. so I had this goal weight and I remember I was everything. I was mm. obsessed with it. Like I wouldn't eat anything except my juices and I was so isolated from like friends because like I couldn't go out and eat normally yes. because I had to count every calorie. Mm. Excessively exercise. It's all consuming. And exactly. Oh, totally. And I remember I got to this goal weight and I stood on the scales and I got to this number that I thought if I got there, my I would be perfect. Like I would be so fulfilled. I would find happiness. Mm. Everything would be answered because that's what we kind of think when our weight is like so attributed to our yeah. work. Yeah. And I saw the number and I looked at myself in the mirror and it's so sad to talk about because mm. I was so skinny and all I did was said, like, you still look shit. Oh like, you're not, your body is not good enough. Like, you're, now I want to change this or now I want more of a thigh gap or, like, whatever Yeah, shit. yeah you're always chasing the next It's thing. crazy. You, you are. And so then for us, like, we came back to Australia and we, we really connected through. Mm. Seth had gone through a similar experience in New York. And then we knew that, like, you know, when you lead a healthy lifestyle, like, as you guys will know, like, you feel so good when you move your body and, like, your mind is clear and you feel mm. confident and when you eat well, you have energy and you feel yeah. focused. But when we started Kick, when we came together, mm. there was nothing out there that was, like, a safe place to provide all of those things, but not in a way that meant like, you know, you had to enter your before and after photo or like measure your arm circumference or like weigh yourself. Um, and so that's where we kind of rebuilt mm. the relationship. And then it's kind of, it's special that Kik was born out of it. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing because you guys have been through it firsthand. Yeah, you've done and it. You, it's so true because mm. there's that element where it's like, but you want to care about what you're putting in your body because mm-hmm. it does make you feel good and yeah. processed mm. stuff does make you feel bad. Mm. But there is that element to everything. Like, what is the reason I'm doing this? Is it to actually make myself feel good or is it because it's going to be low calories yeah. or it's going to make my skin, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, mm. it's, it's not just, about a double and it's, it's just hard. Double edged, yeah, yeah, it's a catch. It's yeah, it's about finding a why that's probably that's going to be more sustainable. When your why <laughs> is like purely just for how it's going to make Health. you look, mm. it's not going to oh, no, that's last. Not, no. Well, yeah, it's the more sustainable one is actually what health, you said yeah. is, is health, you know, and like wanting to have energy or like live longer or yeah. celebrate the fact that your body is able to move. Mm. Um, not everyone is as fortunate. So, um, yeah, it was it was a long journey as well. We often get asked, um, how did you kind of overcome it? Or people think, I think, because we come across, you know, that we are 
really happy in our own skin and confident and which which we are we're definitely in a really really good place with our health and our wellness and the way that we look at food and exercise but that does not mean that we look in the mirror every day and that we like love everything mm. about ourselves we don't have any insecurities we never ever feel guilt around food or exercise like those thoughts can still come up particularly if they were with you for such a long like they're really sure. hard habits to squash but once you switch why you're doing these things and you reframe that in your own mind, it becomes easier to be less fussed about it. When those thoughts come up, it's so much easier to be like, you know what, I don't need to think that way. You talk to yourself like you might a mate or a sister, talk yourself up, be your own little cheerleader um, and just get on with it. And it's mm-hmm. it's just easier to kind of push through. But you can't really do that if if your why is always the way that you look. Do you think that these like super, super models that Mm -hmm. are like Candace Winnipool and like all these people, do you think they've been through the same thing? Because they still seem to like love their career. Because a lot of them were also getting older. Like that's the thing about the modeling industry is like there's girls as young as 14 who (gasps) they're competing with. And they're going to, as like a 30 plus year old, you're just not going to be the size of a 14 year old. But unfortunately back then that was the pressure. So I know back then they (laughs) certainly did. I'm not sure what it's like now. There's also Mm -hmm. like some women naturally sit closer to that size just naturally genetically so maybe they don't have to go to extremes um but not everyone does in fact most people don't so um yeah it's really hard to say you know it'd be tough for them though like especially Candace or like because I don't know how old she is now but the entire internet is filled with photos of her looking like the fittest like 100% I feel like it would actually it's herself but it would be herself I think that's where it would come from because it's like well this is my like like my after photo like that's what I have the standard or whatever that, that's been set that I have sure. to, I feel like that would be so hard. Well, I mean, that difficult. was a big thing for me as well. Like I grew my following, um, I think by 2015 I had 500,000 followers and um, that was kind of when I was coming out of that time okay. for me. And so that was really tough because I was like, all these people are following me and I get all this like positive praise on the way I look. And I, I remember also this is when like trolling really like blew up and started mm. Um people like if I was eating a burger or something like that then they'd start to pick on my looks I started to be on like these um internet websites which I never go on now because I learned my lesson but mm. I think they're like called tattletales and stuff like that those those kind it's of like horrible type shit okay. trolling websites and they would say stuff like um pretty much all of my insecurities that I had as a model like all these concerns that I had about my size and everything because of what this agency had put into my mind they'd be like confirming like she's <gasps> never going to have a long like longevity in the career because like look at her thighs or like just stuff Who like that and then I just people? be like this is wild that people just sit there and write this stuff it's like yeah, yeah. I mean yeah we've encountered things like that like there are just such strange yeah but it's hard especially when you know you put a bit of weight on because for me it was healthier to sit a little bit heavier right yeah. and so like that's where I, I started to mend my relationship with food and exercise but then you'd get people judging you for it because you didn't look like you did oh, when crazy. they followed you yeah that's whole awful yeah god I'm so sorry you guys went through that but you can't like you've created something so, so positive and also there. I guess like if you you have to look at it as like if that didn't happen to you you wouldn't be like doing this now and like, helping other people I guess it's 100%. like yeah yeah 
It is interesting when you think about it because, like, I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. No. I mean, that's why Kick exists is to hope, hopefully help people if they're in the depths of it but also hopefully help people catch ca- catch it before they get too Yeah, so deep, like, also, know? like, just developing, like, maybe because some people some people I know just don't know anything about food, don't know how to cook, yeah. nothing. So even if people don't have a bad relationship, they're just like, I just want to be healthy. Educated. And, like, educate yeah. myself a bit more. Mm. It's just, like, a good, fun way, I guess, to do it all yeah. in one place as well. And also for, like, young girls just following you guys and seeing you. A good example. Actually going through through it and coming out the other end in our space I think the only thing that we had that was like unhealthy as such or like I said was I guess being on TV but we never ever had pressure on how Mm. we should look from our producers or anything like that that was never a thing no because I did you feel it internally yeah Yeah, yeah, I think sure. so. You like watch yourself back, and you're like, I couldn't watch course. myself back after. I'm like, I look yeah. like, that is not what I look, look like. like. And he- I, I honestly couldn't believe that was my face. I know, I'm you. the same. I was like, because I think also you don't ever watch yourself yeah, talking, or, and then also I think the the camera basically like adds weight to you, right? So you're like, oh my god, I look awful. Like, what is it? Like, mm. I, 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 have I put on weight? Like, I did also. You put have pressure a bit on yourself with the bit of basics. <laughs> Oh, we both had that. But that that <laughs> happened to oh, you before when you were on the TV. That was surreal. That was Mine was m- in the gap. Oh, like, no. God, I didn't Mine get was film. on TV. Lovely. Right. So we, have, um, we grind, we our, grind teeth. our teeth. And, and our... we also get stressed and grind our teeth probably from filming. <laughs> yeah, the filming made it really bad. And like, we were both getting migraines anyway. Went to the dentist. He su- suggested Botox. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I then continued having it, like didn't go to the dentist, like went to an actual Botox person. Yeah. Obviously, you should really go to the specialist <laughs> yeah. dentist. They just well, shove she, it in. My, my smile was frozen. <laughs> and know. I was like, I'm not kidding. It was like this. <laughs> but she couldn't, you, I remember, so Sophie, when I first met her, had it. And I was like, she's really beautiful until she smiles. Like something weird going on with <laughs> her I face. Because it looked like so forced and like, oh. oh. Like, there's like a photo that's on the Mean Chelsea Instagram like years and years and years ago. And I screenshot it. Still in my saved it every now and then. I'll send it to her like, lol, remember this? And her face is like this on the side. And that's you smiling. But I remember looking at myself because obviously talking you don't really sit yeah, you don't talk you yeah, look at your smile yourself, yourself in the mirror, in the mirror. No, so I had no idea like mouth closed it looked normal yeah, but I did every mouth they were like what is going on with her smile I watched a scene back and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> how long did it last for six months or six months that's a long time <laughs> I'm not joking I was like chewing chewing on the whole time like <laughs> yeah, yeah. get that muscle back <laughs> it was tormenting it was actually really horrible oh, teach me a lesson me a lesson We've got some questions that our listeners have actually had. Okay, this is quite a good one. I've had a bad body image since I was 19 due to comments from my first boyfriend. Any advice? Isn't it? It's horrible. One thing can really, one comment I also believe from one boyfriend can really like set you in a certain way. I think. 100%. Yeah. And it's often the comments that you get when you're, you know, growing up or in your teenager that just sit sit with you for so long. I know some of my insecurities have been like, and it's not just about, appearance insecurities it's like just personality insecurities um have been what was said to you as a teenager which is um it's really interesting a lot of people we talk to have these like deep-rooted insecurities from something so I'm so sorry to hear that that's shocking um and you know it's just one person's opinion I think the biggest thing is is everyone has a different perception on of you and the most important one is how you say yourself um so try not to let that one comment affect or warp your perception of yourself it's really hard I think too I have this analogy I'm just a pre-warning it's pretty morbid but I find it really helps (laughs) me sometimes Mm -hmm. 
when we think about like why we are here on this planet mm. and like what we value, if you think about the day of your funeral, if you're just like, I don't know, floating around or like you're in the coffin but or whatever watching. you believe yeah. in and how yeah. you do it, no one is going to come up and stand and do a eulogy and say like I loved this person because they had abs or because yeah, of true. their body. Like that, that that's not why not we're important. here. Like that's not the impact that we have on yeah. people. And so I think it's just so important for, for this person. And again, I'm so sorry. Like, first of all, I hope I did she say ex-boyfriend? Because if that has yeah. no if your boyfriend ever talks about your body, they're yeah. not they should not they're be your, not boyfriend your boyfriend or your partner. Um but just think like we're not here. Like our bodies are not our worth. Mm. And it's like trying doing the work to separate that. Mm connection because we are so much more than our bodies mm-hmm. i love that it's a bit <laughs> grim isn't it but i always no, think of I it really no i think like that's it. such, such so a valid true. point yeah i mean if you spoke to like 80 year old women they don't give a fuck yeah, yeah like it wasn't even a, a thing that they would even think about yeah and they'd probably just be like why wasn't i happier in my skin in my I 30s or 20s say to myself yeah and I say this to you, God, I can't wait to be really old and not give a fuck what I look like. Yeah. Why don't I just not give a fuck now? Yeah. They say as soon as my, my mum said, like, for some reason in your 30s, it. like you just become so much more, it like gets better Acceptable. as you get older, so much yeah. more accepting of yourself. And also like you don't give a shit about mm. what anyone thinks. Mm. Like you're just, you're just like, oh, I, I don't know what it is. And then 40s is even better. Like yeah. you have the they same thing. It just thing. gets better and better. Well, that's nice to know. That yeah. is nice really to know. So just know it's only going to get easier. <laughs> I'm feeling super lucky to be pregnant, but struggling with my changing body and weight gain. Steph, did your views on your body change during and after your pregnancy? Yeah, it's really sad. We had quite a few members of our, so we've got Kick Bump, which is a pre and postnatal offering in our app. And, oh, that's lovely. Yeah, and it's kind of because our community have, have grown up with us as well. So um, we do have quite a lot of mums who use Kick. Um, and this came up quite a bit because unfortunately – and we actually did a podcast on it, um, spoke to someone from the Butterfly Foundation and also spoke to someone who had an eating disorder and became pregnant. And obviously there's a lot of complications with that yeah. because an eating disorder can obviously heavily Im- impact your the, the health of your body and the health of your baby. So it's like a lot more than just the emotional side of it. Yeah. But the emotional side of it is is really hard because you might have got to a place where you've found a routine that works Um and not everyone's pregnancies allows for that routine to most pregnancies. You can't keep up with that kind of fitness routine or you might the f- same foods that you're used to eating might be completely off-putting. I certainly had my cravings throughout pregnancy was basically all of my comfort foods as a kid. So like biscuits, two-minute noodles, plain pasta, white bread and butter. Like it was <laughs> just carbs. And I was fine with it. I went with the flow, I think, with, through everything that we've been through and what we've learned. I was able to kind of be in that space. So I was incredibly lucky. I know that if I I was pregnant back when I treated food and exercise the way that I used to, it would have been a lot more confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even still someone who is really confident and and happy with, with my lifestyle choices and everything, especially throughout that postpartum period, I'd already gone through a period through late pregnancy where I wasn't able to move my body as much. I was very lucky to kind of be able to stay in some sort of routine throughout my pregnancy. But right at the end, I had like hip issues and stuff where I couldn't, I think the max distance for walking was one kilometer and it had to be really slow. And for me, movement is like my mental health thing. So it was, and my me time. So that was really difficult. Um, mentally and then postpartum obviously it's really important that you rest and your body's just gone through like an absolute marathon having a baby no matter how it comes out um so you have to be really gentle with yourself in that time but I know for people who are incredibly active it's it's a really hard thing to get your head around having that 
type of time off, but your body's working so hard. Your body has just gone through like the biggest challenge it, it can possibly go through and you've created a human. So I started to look at the relationship I had with my body. It was already again in, in a good place, but the respect that I have for my body now versus prior to having my baby is just insane because I'm so blown away by how it all works. It's incredibly fascinating. And I just think women are so incredible what we, what we go through and what our bodies go through. And the fact that like an organ grows inside of you to like help create this baby. And then it's like, Oh, we don't need that anymore. And it comes down. It's just like, it's all very fascinating. So it can be hard. And, you know, it was certainly hard even, you know, when, um, after Harvey and my, my tummy started to deflate and everything like that, there was still clothes that I didn't fit in for a really long time. It was still really, I had to really ease myself into exercise and all of that was definitely hard to navigate. It wasn't easy, but knowing that everyone goes through it. And if you touch base with any other mother, they would tell you the same, um, was definitely comforting. Just know you're not alone and it's only a period of time and, um, your body, like, we hate the bounce back culture at kick. Our postnatal program is not about bouncing back. It's just about supporting your deep core muscles and your pelvic floor so that if you want to ease back into exercise, you do it the right way. Cause often mm. if you go too hard too early, you'll reverse yourself back and you'll be ah. put off exercise for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and we just hate that pressure because I think people thought it was a compliment to say things like to people, mm. well, it doesn't even look like you've had a baby, but it's so damaging when we hear that so often because it's like, what's wrong with looking like a mum? Yeah. And what about the people who, who don't look like that? Exactly. It's so much exactly. pressure. Yeah. So. God, you're so right. My eyes are very, because obviously we like hear it and absorb it because we're females and I guess men do too, but actually hearing that it's actually not right. And it's mm. crazy that we all just listen to it and absorb it yeah. and think it's normal. Mm. Yeah, well, it's subconscious. actually stop and listen to it and be like, that. who said that? That's the mm. And then I guess like sometimes like for us, like we would try and be paying someone a compliment by seeing someone's just and I'd be like, you look bloody brilliant. Like, totally. You look great. You know what yeah. means well. It's, it's really hard to like yeah. then not maybe say, not being aware of it and being like, God, you've bounced back so well from the pregnancy. Like I probably would, thinking about it, I probably would say that to someone. Yeah. Not knowing that, yeah. like, yeah. could potentially not be the right, you know, right or wrong. But thing that's because we've been like conditioned to think that we should bounce back. So yeah. that is a compliment, but actually yeah, yeah, it yeah. isn't. Why are we not like, wow, look how amazing your body is? Yeah. And it's carried this child and yeah. like, yeah. it's created life. Right? It's very true. One, two, three, Struggling with self motivation to exercise when going through a tough time mentally, even though I know it will help. Oh, that's a tough one. That is really hard. Because motivation, I mean, motivation to exercise is hard, like, on good days, right? No one wakes up. And I think it's important. Like, we have – it's our job, right? But we don't wait. If I was waited until I was motivated to exercise, I would probably exercise one out of ten days. (laughs) So true. And I think it's it's taking the pressure off. So maybe for this person, exercise for them used to be, like, really intense running Mm. or, like, crossfit or, like, just long workouts. Start small. I think that's – it's, like, with everything. Just, like – Try and set yourself a goal for the week, but not a goal of like, I'm going to do a one hour run. It's like, go for a walk around the block for five minutes. And then like, you'll feel like I've accomplished that today. Sure. And then the next day, maybe try 10 minutes and then whatever, wherever you need to build up from, but but build up slowly mm. to get back into it because rebuilding confidence, like with exercise, it's like re- rebuilding confidence with, with anything. And it is like the benefits for our mental health. Like I'm a runner and I find that like running is like my meditation. Okay. And so when I don't have it, I really struggle, but also times when I'm feeling like really down, I also then struggle to run yeah, because I'm like, I just don't want to get up. I don't want to leave the house. Mm, I want yeah. to stay home. 
but you just just rem- remind yourself that you're doing something for your mind and just start really small mm. and tick it off and set yourself those goals and yeah yeah and try and remove like the boundaries um you know I mean a, a big thing with kick is we, we try and make healthy living super accessible so you can just roll out the mat at home I mean you could do it on your carpet at home yeah. um so you know if you often feel yeah, like the like, trip to the gym is it's an yeah. overwhelming thought of like going to the gym like let's just do it at home yeah and I think um for me as well like what I my routine looks really different to how it used to look and it's not as maybe regular as it once was but and that can be hard when it's not as regular it's harder to keep motivated because it's almost easier when you're doing something more frequent um but it can't it is what it is and I've accepted I've got a new routine but sometimes what I do we've got you know as I said earlier five minute workouts on the app and if I'm not really feeling that motivated and I'm really not sure if it's because my body actually needs rest or Mm. because I'm just kind of feeling like I can't be fucked I'll roll out the mat I'll do a five minute mini and at the end of it I'll be like you know what yep that's definitely all I needed to do today I don't want to do any more or I'll have the energy and I'll be like I've got time I'll do more yeah yeah that's a really good way because mm. sometimes I because you know it's all about listening to your body and sometimes I really can't tell the difference whether yeah. I'm just making mm. an excuse or whether I actually need to I would be more beneficial mm. to just sleep yeah but someone once told me like exactly it's exactly what you guys are saying but even if the process of going to the gym or like mm. doing something in your house you don't have to work out and do mm. a sweat like stretch or yes. just walk. yeah just move yeah. like stick to that mm. some form of routine yeah whether it's even literally just moving your body and that will make a hundred percent and like the you know, days when you do just snooze the alarm that often can creep up yeah yeah and it's definitely like working out the difference between your when your body actually needs like full rest so that's yeah. okay too and don't feel guilty for that but um everyone's really different as well with the type of exercise that feels good for for the certain mood so like for example if I'm feeling really um upset or angry about something um you know I might just go for a really long walk and it just clears my head. I'm like that. Um, if I was to try and force myself to do like a HIIT workout in that time. With which like is, intense music. Yeah. I would not finish that workout goes, feeling good. No. It runs over yeah, the problem yeah, more, and more, more and more and more and more. Yeah. So I can't do, we used to do this thing called like the, on the climb, yep. the Versa climber. Versa yeah. And I went through like a, a period of my life where I was like really anxious and whatever. Mm. And that was like, honestly, the worst thing. I was like, I've come out of that feeling mm. more anxious than I felt when I went exactly. in. Because I'm in there and the music's going and all I'm thinking about is that thing in my mind is wearing. Whereas now I'm like Pilates and walking is mm. like, the thing that I've learned that works for me. And also I felt really shit mm. after cardio. I My felt body really felt unwell. exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Obviously it doesn't work well with me. I think it's finding something that you just like. Yep. It's, it's so important. 100%. You're, you're more likely to be motivated that way as yeah. well. Yeah. You can't, it shouldn't be that much of a... You should find some yeah, joy. Yeah, you should feel some joy. Once you start, like that was just torture. And it's okay, like sometimes to challenge yourself. Like absolutely, if you want to go for a PB, if you're a runner or you're doing strength and you want to go, that's, sure. that's fine. But when it feels like a punishment, no, that's we not We were right. doing it like yeah. five times a week. Yeah. Really, but it was yeah. not very I was well. exhausted. I didn't yeah. feel good. I was like, I just need to go home and And your sleep. body then is so stressed with cortisol. Yeah. Yeah. Right, maybe because that's your problem. body's just stressed. stressed. When I when I was it. excessively exercising, <laughs> I was doing like two classes a day, but not pre. I've gone through one of the journeys, and I was always like, mm. I always had inflammation because my body. I was just, it was just pushing myself to do something yeah. my body didn't feel good with. Yeah. yeah, do you mean you were inflamed or you felt bad? Like you, no, well, in your both. Body. I mean, you feel cortisol like lethargic, stress. but then inflammation in your body. So mm. when you're stressed and you have like yeah. your cortisol levels are really, really high, you that's retain more fluid. You just, you just don't feel mm. as, as good as you usually do. No, but I that's when you're pushing your body when you're really, really stressed. And Mm -hmm. we can do that with exercise too. Mm. Yeah. Fascinating. 
inflammation is like I'm always anti-inflammatory everything <laughs> Sophie knows that I'm yeah. anti-inflammatory <laughs> it's always the way forward <laughs> what are your thoughts on calorie counting and restrictions of food groups I know we kind of touched on that I also feel like I don't know if you had this in Australia but in the UK we recently had this thing to try and stop obesity because oh, yeah. it's it's obviously really bad in the UK. They put calories on menus. I hate they've like now in the restaurant it and they've no, now done it, was... it so you can scan it and then look. Which oh, I think sorry, it was. So I think awful. in a way, it's if someone was like, right, I need to. I'm trying to understand food, and I uh-huh. think having a Caesar salad is super healthy. Mm-hmm. When they see on maybe the calorie thing, oh, okay, it's not. I'm actually going to have the chicken and vegetables. Maybe mm. that make, they don't. No, but no. I was. I I really. But for some like people, it. it was quite like. It put me off. I was like, Jesus, that's like 2,000 calories. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I shouldn't have that. Yeah. No, everything was, I'm sure they doubled it. Like, I can't understand it. My <laughs> avo on toast was like 1,800 calories. I was like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it makes everything like food into yeah. a number. And it, it is, it's important because I think like horrible. we've been so lucky to grow up in families and be educated with like what's healthy yeah. and what's on in balance and moderation. Yeah. Like that's so important. But I think around, so for me, again, like back to my like super disciplined personality, mm. I would count every calorie I was eating in this stupid app and it was yeah yeah loads of people and it does work that works for some people but for me I just every single food I ate was about being a number and also if you want to eat low calorie food most of it you just eat literally full processed like protein things because it's like they're the ones with the lowest calories but they've also got no nutrients and they've got so many artificial like it's really really processed (laughs) it's really processed food and so for me I found that I I had to I had to stop calorie counting it. That's why with Kik, like all of our recipes are checked by a dietitian, like calorie wise. But ones. we don't have any calories in the app because yeah, it is great. because when you go out for dinner, if you just want to go out for a pizza or whatever, you don't want you to, don't want to look at it as no, a number because then you start to think about it and it like controls everything. You then end up feeling like guilty about yes. it. Yeah. You should just be enjoying yeah. it. Enjoying like, your food. Have a tr- yeah. yeah. I really didn't enjoy it. I know that they was, have like, stopped help. it. I think yeah. so. You can now scan it and look if you really want yeah. to look, but it's like an effort. It's not just in your face. Yeah, I really think calorie counting is like one of the worst things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's a really hard thing because like look, it could a lot be of like doctors and stuff like that, right? like for health reasons and stuff yeah. like that. If you're if you're working with a health professional like that and that they they've said you need to for whatever health reason, fine. Like that's obviously necessary. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't know anyone who's done it who hasn't then become obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it can spiral. But when it comes to then the other side of it, which is, you know, kind of demonizing certain food groups and calling things healthy and unhealthy and all that. Yeah. Um, cause that was kind of more so the, the journey that I went on. Um, it's the trouble with it is then just like, I don't know what it is in our brains, but when we restrict ourselves from something, then we can't stop thinking about it. And then, so if it's ever around, what is that about? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know scientifically what it is, but it's, I mean, we were depriving ourselves of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and for me, it wasn't just like your kind of obvious, incredibly processed foods. It wasn't just like that. It was it was like carbs. It was like these things that are like necess like necessities. Yeah. Necessities, yeah. necessities. <laughs> in, our, in our diet, right? To to have energy and everything. Um, but I demonized them for so long. So then when they were in front of me, I would just go ham and then I'd feel really shit about it. And I'd just kind of spiral into like this just depressed state. So that's also incredibly unhealthy. So I think why we are, you know, anti kind of diet wherever you have to have some sort of restriction or really strict on calories is because often it's not sustainable. Um, so it's really not an enjoyable way 
to live your life. And if you can find a place where you're educated enough on like nutrition, where you're definitely getting enough like protein and healthy fats yeah. and everything. So you've got energy to do your workouts, to get through your day. Um, that's definitely important. Um, but also it's important to be able to go have pizza and a wine with your girlfriend or end the night with chocolate and not feel shit about it. Totally. Like that's really important. Or go to family dinner. Yeah. Like growing up, I remember going to family dinner and being like, oh, I don't want to eat my mom's food because it's like Stop. she didn't. Or that's avoiding like, family That's the stuff that brings you know? people together, right? And that's exactly. where it's really, really dangerous. Yeah. I follow a girl who um, is friends with my boyfriend and she had quite a bad eating. Her name's Millie G Fit mm. on Instagram. Yeah. Um, And she did like a tip. She always d- talks about it quite openly, but she, she did does. this thing. She was like, the thoughts that would go through my brain mm. when someone like would invite me to dinner or if it was like a weekend, it was like, no, I can't go because then I have to eat in front of them. So I'm going to have to cancel it. Then it means I have no friends. Then I'm just at home. And then like the spiral of like this, like just go over and over and over again. And I was like, God, that's exhausting. It controls your yeah, whole horrible. brain. Yeah. Yeah. I have, it's like opened this whole, like, well, like I guess it's really beneficial. Like social media now is like showing us and people being super transparent about stuff. Yeah. So now it's almost hopefully having a bit of a full circle moment where the education is mm. becoming more positive yeah. rather than it being this weird like hidden thing like I'm new naturally this skin or whatever mm. I feel like I've had a lesson I feel like <laughs> I've known you guys for ages <laughs> I'm just I've really enjoyed it and I'm so so grateful for you guys yes, coming thank on you so, we so much. every minute of it thank you if you guys highly recommend getting the app kick oh, and listening you. to your podcast yeah i mean if, if you're interested in trying out the app we'd, we'd love you to um if you head to our website so it's kickapp.com.uk is it yeah Over here? yeah it would be just ending it.com um and then our monthly subscription um you get a free month if you just pop in the code wednesdays nice. and then once you've got your subscription you can download the app from android or apple store and just Gorgeous log in stuff. guys you get you a go, free month <laughs> that's also that a good is... amount of time to really give it a good go yeah i think Try so i'm definitely signing up today i'm very <laughs> excited because so like excited. i said my recipes are just boring mine is so boring and i'm such a creature <laughs> of habit yeah guys thank you so thank much you so, thank so you so much thanks for listening guys we'll be back next wednesday with another conversation we've had search wednesdays on your podcast app to listen to more from sophie and mel 